A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to another Irish Examiner rugby podcast in glorious Cape Town. We're down by the waterfront amongst the... Uh, the sleek super yachts and the rusty tobs, which brings me to this is Simon Lewis, rugby correspondent at the Irish Examiner, and with me is the sleek catamaran that is uh, Donal Lennon. How are you, Donal? Enjoying the sunshine? Yeah, you haven't had much great. of it. No, no, I mean, I just want to point out look, we were in front of a beautiful table mountain last week. It did rain on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, must you couldn't have been... even see the mountain. Exactly. So, I mean, it isn't as if we're here in glorious sunshine all the time. But look, we'll take every little bit of a bonus that we can get. Exactly. Plenty to talk about this morning on the eve of the second test. Obviously, as you'll know by now, the Lions take a 1-0 lead into this best of three uh, series. Uh, the second test uh, back at Cape Town Stadium on Saturday night. Um, lots to talk about, as I say. And we can't really start anywhere else but that unprecedented I would say Razi Erasmus video 62 minutes long and addressed to camera um, posted online obviously deeply unhappy with his perception of um, the match officials but but breaking new ground really for a head coach or a director of rugby as he is by calling out the match officials in the way he did it's incredible really I mean look I've been involved in this game a long time uh, referees are sacrosanct, they always have been. There's protocols there in terms of what happens after a game. Uh, you see it at whatever level, Pro 14, Gallagher Premiership, Top 14 in France. There's a protocol for club uh, coaches whereby they can get in touch of their referees uh, official to discuss various issues that may have happened during a game. And it's no different at international level. Uh, Razi Erasmus, uh, an hour on the video the other night, it was just incredible. I think there was 32 different incidents that he referred to over the course of the hour. A lot of repetition in it. I have to say I thought it was pretty sad, if I'm being honest, because um, Razi is somebody we know from, from, from Munster. What a stoic figure he was during his, his, his time there. I watched him in the, the press conference on Tuesday when they announced the team. He was sitting with Jacques Nienaber, who of course was Munster's defence coach. He is the head coach of South Africa. Razi is director of rugby. But Razi placed himself at the top table on the basis he knew there was going to be questions over this this uh, His tweeting, bogus, yeah. bo- bogus mm. Twitter account. Uh, he denied that that was him at the time. Um, but the manner by which he's gone after Nick Berry, as, as you say, is unprecedented now. And it's even more strange from the point of view that when you come into a series like this, um, it's a team of officials who were appointed in advance. So therefore, um, between the uh, two assistant referees and the referee on the day, you'd have Ben O'Keefe of New Zealand, Matthew Reynal, France, Nick Berry, Australia from last week. They do those games on rotation. Mm. So... 
Like Nick Berry has been absolutely publicly flogged almost by uh, Razzie now, and he's on the touch judge for the second test tomorrow. Mm. Uh, ben O'Keefe, being part of that uh, trio from the outset last week, he now referees the game. Now, I think um, you were involved in a video call this morning, I think, with, with, with Robbie McBride. Yeah, yeah. He just explained, I think, they've had interaction with Ben O'Keefe since the Razzie outburst. That's right. There was a meeting, the, the Lions and the Springboks meet online um, with the, the match officials, um, usually on a Thursday, as it was yesterday, um, separately. It's not a joint meeting. But the Lions um, say, well, certainly through Robbie McBride, the forwards coach, that they were assured by Ben O'Keefe that for whatever's going on on social media, none of it will affect his decision-making. And that has to be applauded because they've been put under immense pressure by Erasmus. And in a way, you know, it's, it's a bit almost, I wonder how counterproductive it might be in terms of now the spring box, every micro detail of the game you know that they carry out will be scrutinized as well now i mean i don't think we're going to go down the route where every coach is going to start posting one hour videos and it used to be the case where the proper channels was a get out clause for having a go at the referee it, it was that's what coaches tend to use the proper channels for to avoid commenting exactly i mean look uh, i just think the whole thing has been bizarre if anything as you say i think the the referees know um you know, it, it, it puts them under undue pressure. Every single decision is now coming under scrutiny. Uh, but taking it back one step further, uh, and I spoke about this in my column during the week, uh, or after the, the game last weekend, Marius Jonker, who's the TMO, mm. is a former South African referee. He, in my view, he was professionalism personified last week. I think the only question mark that you could raise uh, it was, in, in my opinion, definitely Hamish Watson should have got a yellow card for the tip tackle on mm. uh, Vili LaRue. Yeah, agreed. Um, in, in some ways, it might have swung the other way in that Yonker uh, was being overcautious by being seen to be against the Lions. But uh, I'm surprised the World Rugby haven't made an adjustment there because I'd hate this series to come down to a decision that has to be adjudicated in the end by the TMO. And given the marginal nature of so many of those decisions. You mm. take the, 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 the try that was disallowed, the Villy LaRue, was he offside or not offside, was a very marginal call. And we see that in all sports, no more so than, than where VAR has gone and mm. Sapper. But that's part and parcel of modern sport. So therefore, the manner with which the officials have now been put under scrutiny by the director of rugby, of South African rugby, is, is bizarre. Uh, there's a part of me feels that Warren Gatland, and I know Warren well, is sitting back in the Lions camp in Hermanus or an hour and a half down the road. And I think he's chuckling to himself because of anything, I think this plays into the Lions' hands. He'd be saying, look, lads, this is a reflection of the pressure that South Africa are under. Um, players feed off their management. If the management are jiggy, players become jiggy. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think uh, Warren, on the other hand, would be a calmness personified and that is the message that we, he would be getting through to his players like really all the pressure is on South Africa in terms of it's do or die for them they have to win to keep the series alive um, you know I think yeah. I, I, I saw a quote uh, was it uh, the other day talking about uh, when you're desperate you're dangerous 
and South Africa are certainly desperate at the moment. Mm. Um, so it's it's an intriguing build-up to the opening test. Yeah, just going back to Warren Gatland, you know, he's played that the, the approaches of Gatland and Erasmus in comparison to to one another, they're chalk and cheese, aren't they? Gatland is a very wily operator. He doesn't tend to throw the grenades he used to throw when he was Wales head coach, but he just does it subtly. He, he uses humour to, to kind of have a dig at Razzie for the, the water carrier stuff. Just gets under his skin a little bit and then Razzie comes full bore yeah. and, 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 and goes totally over the top in his response. Well, it's just, Gatlin's laughing all the way. It's just dapping the mayfly, isn't it? I <laughs> yeah. mean, and Razzie keeps jumping up and he keeps biting. <laughs> And uh, yeah. Gatti has got, you know, he's he's a bit more subtle, as you say. Mm. I remember in years sp- speaking to Lawrence Delalio long ago, uh, talking about uh, uh, Warren would always give a bomb against uh, Leicester Tigers before you go to Welford Road, which mm. is the last thing the players wanted. But I think he's learned to become a bit more subtle. Mm. Um, definitely the thing with the water carrier, you know, the, the common, well, it does help if you're the water carrier that you actually bring the water with you. Exactly. And Razzie yeah. was just ready yeah. to explode. But yeah. listen, it's all part and parcel of the game. Um, if it's geared or generated towards taking the pressure off the players, then certainly I think that's worked because nobody's talking about South Africa. And um, let's say the issues that they had last week, uh, I suppose one of the key discussion points that we had this time last week was it was very much a journey into the unknown given yeah. that South Africa hadn't played a game for all, for 20 months um, a lot of their players had uh, had COVID, how was that going to affect them uh, from my perspective I was actually surprised at how good they were in the opening half of the game, they were very structured very organised, very physical as they always would be um, but it was noticeable how uh, they just fell away as the game went on. How the Lions sort of changed midstream and as a collective got better. Mm. Uh, but that said, and I think you've got to be, the Lions have to be careful. For all the shortcomings of the box, they only lost by five points. They had two tries disallowed. They showed how dangerous they can be from broken play when those opportunities arose. And that's one thing. Uh, the way the Springboks play, they don't change. They look to put all the pressure back on you. They look. Play a long territorial game. Put you under pressure in terms of their uh, line speed and defence. And you saw that early tackle, Lacanya Am and Elliot mm. Daly almost put them out of the game. Mm. Um, and they create most of their damage then from turnovers. Uh, they're very good from broken play. And when you consider, when you have the likes of Lacanya Am, Mapimpi um, uh, on one wing, Cheslin Colby on the other wing, then they can score from anywhere. Mm. It amazes me just how uh, structured they are and how they don't feed the speed maybe a little bit more than they should. Um, but look, uh, I don't think they're going to change in any way. In Do terms you not of at all? Like, I, you've got two of the best wings in the world, some of the greatest footwork in the world in the two of them. Mapimpi caused all sorts of problems when he got the ball. Colby never got a chance, did he? Because he got, they weren't putting the ball in his hands. No, I think he got one pass, he got two carries or something in the mm. day. Um, yeah, look, I, I mean, uh, I think I think Mario Atosha summed it up and he said, look, um, uh, we know what's going to come, it's just going to be at a, at a higher level. It's that, the 12 o'clock gun. Is it 12 o'clock? <laughs> I don't know. It's 12 o'clock here. <laughs> I hope. I Time hope, for a drink. I hope that <laughs> Settle was the, the nerves. I hope that was the cannon that goes off every day. It was. I hope it was. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So 
the Springbrook stick or twist, we, we think they're going to stick and just try and do that better. But in Initially, terms, I think yeah. so. One, one twist they have made is they've gone back to the 6-2 split on the bench. Yes. But they've, what they call over here, they've gone for two fetchers. In other words, Quagga Smith, who was number eight last week, he's an out-and-out uh, open side. Mm. Uh, he's a seven, as we'd call him. That's a six over here. I mean, everything has a bit mm. changed. Uh, but also Van Straden, who's been brought on to the bench, he's also a seven. So they feel, they know the Lions are going to lift the tempo in that last 20, 25 minutes. But they have tweaked their bench to be able to compete if it does open up a bit, mm. to generate the turnovers that I mentioned about earlier, um, to create those opportunities for Mpimpi and, and Colby. But I'm with you. I think it's absolute madness, given how dangerous those two are. Uh, and I have to say, look, can you am, who I've watched on the television, watched him playing for the Stormers in some of the... Um, uh, the, 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 the Rainbow Cup early on in the year I didn't actually appreciate how good a player he is until I saw the South Africa A game and the game last week Damien Delanda who obviously we know well from Munster and Lacanyam as a pairing are outstanding and I think that if the box are going to win this test then they have to show more trust in the, the creative uh, talents of those players mm. because Again, for me, there's one subtle difference from where they were in the World Cup to where they are now, outside of all the off-field stuff. The bomb squad, the 6-2 split, where they had this magnificent forwards bench that they were able to bring on that no other country was able to match. But it's slightly different here because in the Lions context, you have the best players from the top four countries. So as a consequence, their bench has to be stronger Yes. than what a normal, let's say, an Ireland bench or an England bench because mm. you're taking the best players from the four... I mean, yeah. you know, you had last week, for example, you had the likes of Conor Murray, Owen Farrell and Liam Williams, yeah. all test starters yeah. in 2017, mm. who were able to come in off the bench. So, like, that, that's going to match, if not surpass, what you're able to introduce. Absolutely. So, uh, waiting for the bomb squad um, to sort of turn the tide in the last 20 minutes I don't think it's going to work in this no. tour let's talk a little bit about the Lions um, we haven't to this point really yeah. but um, the Lions can get better also That's, I mean it's a point they've been driving home in the media all this week where, where do they have to get better Donald? Um, well I think to be fair they got better as I said between the opening half and the second half last week mm. uh, I thought their kicking game improved immeasurably um, I think they had this vision that you know they were going to play at such a tempo they were going to try and get outside South Africa. The South African defence is so well organised that that didn't happen early on and I think that spooked the Lions somewhat. Um, that said, even though they won the first test, I was always expecting Gatlin to tweak his team. Uh, I think the, you know, the call it experiment if you want, of, of playing Elliot Daly and they seem to come into this series <coughs> with the, the sort of preconceived notion that they were going to play daily at 13. He played mm. all his matches there in the warm-up games. They went out of their way to link him with Robbie Hinshaw on that last Saturday match uh, against the Stormers. Um, Eddie Jones picked him once in the centre in five years. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it worked, so I thought there was going to be a change there. I thought Bundiaki might come into the equation, but to be fair, I thought Chris Harris has had a very good tour. You were leaving Robbie Hinshaw at 12, so therefore I think they're, they're going to be stronger in that midfield combination from a defensive point of view. Um, I suppose in terms of, of 
the kicking game Conor Murray has been brought in if you like to uh, certainly when he came on his ability to put pressure on their back three was absolutely huge and I think um, they're now looking at the likes of Ali Price who had a good game the last day when the game does open up his pace and his ability to sort of stress defences and pick off um, any space that there is around the breakdown uh, I think that's they're going to attack that a little bit more as well but um, look I, I, I think if you're going to look at this if you're going to look at this game looking to be entertained you're looking at the wrong sport it's going to be attritional it's going to be uh, kicking for territory big chases big tackles and waiting for mistakes mm. the bottom line is um, place kicking is huge where the Lions were absolutely brilliant is as we know the Springboks play a possession game mm. the Lions they kick but they don't kick to touch they no. kick long they kick parallel to the touchline South Africa had only four lineouts last week amazing yeah two in the first half two in the second now when you consider they use their lineout to launch their ball which sucks pressure which concedes penalties as a consequence of the penalties they kick it down into your 22 or else Pollard goes to the sticks the fact that they had no lineouts left them almost scratching their heads wondering mm. how are we going to get this possession game going um, so I think they're going to have to um, find a different way now because the lineout, which has always been where they play off and even go back to Razzie's days in Munster everything started with the mm. lineout. The Lions are just not giving them that platform to play off. Yeah. So what's your hunch? Quick prediction. I think the Lions are going to... I, yeah, look, I went narrowly for the Lions last week. I actually go for the Lions, but maybe, you know, uh, with maybe a little bit more to spare this time out. I think mm. all the pressure is on South Africa. Uh, I think the Lions, I tip my hat to their management, their coaching staff, the way they've got through the last six or seven weeks in incredibly difficult circumstances. They really will put everything into finishing the series now. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. You could see Gatlin reward some of the players who were on the periphery by starting them in the third test. South Africa, on the other hand, Razzie has played a very dangerous card. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it backfires, but I'm, I'm going to stick with the Lions. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Thanks very much, Donal. That'll Cheers. be it. Thanks for listening. To know what's really happening, subscribe to the Irish Examiner today at irishexaminer.com forward slash subscribe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.